70s. 80s music. Giving you the most classic hits from the 70s and 80s. You know, that era was just... We let the music do the talking. And guitar playing, drums, virtually all the work. So that you can keep listening at work. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a maximum emergency alert. Maximum emergency alert. The United Nations has publicly announced a plan for global forced inoculation of children, and it's begun in the United States. Red alert. Red alert. Tell everyone you know, tune in now. I got the vaccine to protect my son. And uh, after in March, April... No, announcing how it was safe for teenagers. We got the Pfizer vaccine because I thought it was to protect him. I thought it was the right thing to do. It was like playing Russian roulette. My government lied to me. They said it was safe. Julian Gonzalez took his family to collect candy in Mount Hebron Church when he decided to get his booster shot. The nurses offering the vaccine then recommended it for his six-year-old son. So they asked us, you know, our kids ages and so we told them you know six and four and they said okay well you know the six-year-old obviously can get it if you'd like to go ahead and do that they were then handed this pfizer covid19 vaccine consent form indicating that their son was eligible due to his age even though the vaccine hadn't been approved yet by the cdc going off of their confidence and what we had read we were all for it one of their neighbors had their seven-year-old vaccinated too it wasn't until the next day both families received a call from the garland health department letting them know not only were the two boys not supposed to get the vaccine but that they had received adult doses three times the recommended amount they need to quit pushing this on their children I'm, i lost mine y'all need to protect yours they're they're, they're trying to target the five to 12 year olds, we're going to have more deaths in our heads than they plan. As Pfizer's vaccine sales for 2021 and 2022 are expected to reach 65 billion, more Marines are shown the door. The LA Sheriff's Department is witnessing a mass exodus. You look at all the surrounding counties, as we see, there is no mandate. Is there any difference in the infection rate in the surrounding counties? No. There's only one county that's trying to defund and de-staff the, the sheriff's department. That's Los Angeles County. They have a very weird group of people that are in charge. I really. They, they, they worship at the altar, the altar of wokeism, and they don't understand that their own community is saying, no, we want to see deputies on the street. We want to see reform where reform can be made, but not eliminating the criminal justice system, not taking cops away from the street. 
that's the last thing they want to see. While in New York City tonight, the vaccine mandate for city workers taking effect and thousands of frontline workers defiant, staying home instead of getting vaccinated. 18 fire companies out of service because of sick calls. Planes are grounded under false pretenses. American already has canceled more than 600 flights today on top of hundreds of cancellations on Friday and Saturday. The airline is blaming a staffing shortage and weather issues at its main hub in Dallas. U.S. prisons face staff shortages and a looming deadline to vaccinate children intermingles with a growing shortage of teachers and substitutes due to the tyrannical mandates of the Biden administration crippling the United States economy. What about the local San Francisco health orders that require vaccination to go into a restaurant or to go to a Warriors game? When is that going to apply to children 5 to 11? We definitely want to wait and make sure that children have an, uh, an opportunity to get vaccinated. So that will happen no sooner than um, about eight weeks after the vaccine is available to kids. So there will be a limited time in which there will not be those requirements is our plan. But then at some point, five to 11 year olds will also have to show proof of vaccination to access some of those same settings. Those that remain fully exempt is baffling. Congress itself is exempt as is the judicial branch. Biden's executive order could only mandate the executive branch, which includes federal staff with a deadline of November 22nd. The hypocrisy is stunning. Those overseeing the mandates in their respective districts and those ruling on the tyrannical mandates are exempt, while hypothetically a COVID-positive postal employee could potentially spread the virus to everyone on their route, super-spreading COVID-19 nationwide. Ultimately, everyone should have the right to choose what is injected into their bodies in a free republic. The mandates are just as unconstitutional as the day is long. And furthermore, if tax-funded mandate-enforcing elected officials Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones. of truth is now upon us we're live on this november 4th thursday transmission the year is 2021 and i worked up here last night till about eight o'clock and right before i left my phone began ringing off the hook and i began to get what later became over 25 text messages from people living in Austin, Texas, people living in North Carolina, people living in California, people living in Hawaii. And I went and turned on the computer and went to Infowars.com, and there it was. There it was. They've announced forced inoculations in Hawaii of children without parental consent. Then I get a call at 7 a.m. this morning by one of the producers 
the main producer, Matt, of American Journal with Harrison Smith, and he says, get ready for this, and he sent me the link. United Nations website, forced inoculations of children worldwide, page three. This this is like coming into your house and catching somebody skinning your child alive or something. I, I mean, we got all the pieces. We know it's illegal. We know it's criminal. We know the globalists have exempted themselves from this. We know it causes massive heart problems and autoimmune problems. I, I mean, this is like knowing that a cult is marching out against millions of our children to maim and kill them, and we are aiding and abetting if we don't stop them. But then I got to war game this out. The globalists are smart. They've war game this out. They've got all the actuaries and focus groups, and, and they brag about it. They're trying to trigger a giant civil war. They're going to make us. It's like in the movie. It's excellent, by the way. I don't like Matt Damon because it was politics, but it, it is an excellent film, The Last Duel, and it's historical film, and you've got them wanting to make the troops stop guarding the bridge and come across, so they start killing men, women, and children, slitting their throats. That kind of stuff really happened in wars. And it's the same thing. I mean, we're, we're watching it. They're planning to make us get in a war with them. And they're not going to let us just go when some kid has a bad reaction and dies and the dad goes and shoots, you know, the school nurse or whatever, God forbid, any of that happened. They're going to blow up the Pfizer building. You, you know what they're going to They're going to blame us. So they've got this all scripted out, ladies and gentlemen. And all I can tell you is we got to figure out a way to stop this. Woo, baby. I mean, lordy, lordy, lordy. I am just blown away right now. Now, now let me just stop here for a moment. A famous hockey player just had a big heart attack after he took the shot. Another basketball player just had a heart attack. I mean, these, this is just insane. Both of them in their low 30s. Perfect health. Athletes. They're so healthy that their blood you know, clots quickly when it gets this stuff in it. So I'm going to try to be calm here, and I've already got a bunch of big guests lined up today, and some of them are already on this topic. But, I mean, I'm just here to tell you, hands down, this is the biggest thing ever happened to me, biggest thing ever happened to you. This is bigger than World War II. We could beat Hitler. We knew who he was, and we, did, and we did. We could beat the Japanese imperial system. That was a joke compared to what we really could do if somebody actually invaded our, our country, if Americans were under attack. But, but this is an infiltration and a psyop, and it's got a lot of our own people involved in it who don't even know what the hell they're doing. They actually believe that they're good guys. But it, all the pieces go together today to show a picture of a total nightmare. I have the British Medical Journal confirming that with whistleblower data, that's the most prestigious medical journal, that they suppressed massive illnesses and death in the Pfizer vaccine trials of women, children, and men. And that it's all fake. Of course it is. That's why they skipped the animal trials, because they'd actually already secretly done them and knew it killed the majority of the animals with exactly what's now happening. So this is all premeditated. And I know you know that. I know Dr. Zelenko knows that. I know that we all know that. But this is now going to take the Joe Rogans and the Tucker Carlson's and just all of us together to come out and say, we know you did this and, and you're going to go to prison for this. But see, once they get the schools on board and once they get enough parents tricked, this is the PSYOP, to inject their children, they've done the psychological studies where the majority of parents 
will Stockholm Syndrome and mass Stockholm Syndrome and defend it and cover it up just like they've done with so many other things, like the autism and the boys, or letting the schools put the kids on Ritalin and Prozac and all this, knowing all the studies show it creates destruction. This is organized, planned out behavioral psychology. They admit, I mean, they admit they've wargamed this at Harvard and Yale and Stanford and the rest of them, and uh, Cambridge and Oxford. The British military is running a large part of the worldwide operation. And Prince Charles is now the King of England, unofficially, but that's already been done, quietly sworn in months ago, I'm told. Well, they got super secret information. And that's why he's now declared war on humanity for depopulation that he swore to his father he would do to depopulate at least 80% of us. His father swore he'd do it as well, Prince Philip. But uh, now Charles is in command. It was never Queen Elizabeth II. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is serious, serious business. I mean, we are under New World Order, world government, depopulation attack. And God help us. I'm just asking everybody to pray to God for a global awakening and to pray to God to protect our children and to give us the strength and discernment of how to thread this needle and how to not go into a bloody civil war, but somehow be able to, with civil disobedience, take action and stop these monsters. But you, you notice the mainline U.S. government doctrine is no longer that Al-Qaeda or China or Russia is the main enemy. It's anti-vaxxers, those that don't want future lockdowns, those that don't like open borders, and those that question elections are listed as terrorists. And they've already had their purge, the military, the people that know what's going on, and they're trying to purge the police. Uh, the globalists have not done a good job at that, so they're really flat-footed. We're in a war footing because so many hardcore people now know that we're actually in a war. I mean, I'd say 30% of the public gets it now. And if they just educate one more person, that's 60%. And you don't need even 5% to win something like this physically if the vast majority just don't comply. And they are not complying, thank God. But that's a secondary plan the globalists have to collapse the society. But they think they can organize the collapse and make us not think that they did it. So they'll be the saviors during the collapse. But instead, we all know it's them. And that's why Republicans are winning by 30 40% margins. But when you see the news, they say that they've won by, you know, 2% margins. I mean, I mean, people are voting 70, 80% Republican. Doesn't mean they're perfect either. They're going to try to put blue bloods in. This guy in Virginia probably is a blue blood. He's, he's got that whole background of a country club Republican, but he may not want to kill his family and be part of the pure evil. So even though he's a former Carlisle Group CEO, that's about as evil as it gets. Um, he doesn't have the foul just watching him. And I, I go off gut level, total foulness coming off of him. Uh, but he's got a pretty bad background, so we'll see what he does. But right now he's saying and doing the right thing. We'll see. But all I can tell you is this is it. I mean, they're not. this isn't a beta test. This isn't a joke. This isn't a game. And when I come back, I'm going to head all for you from the U.N. document, from the states and cities around the U.S. It's also happening in Europe. Just what you saw, remember, three months ago in Australia, where they started injecting children without parental consent, and then you have a health minister nationwide saying, yeah, we did it, get over it. They did it under U.N. authority, and now I got the U.N. document right here. And, and, and again, we're breaking this. It turns out this document's been out for weeks. Where's Ron Paul? Where's Rand Paul? Where's Alex Jones? Well, I mean, it's just so insane. We can't even deal with it all. It's moving too quick. And then huge stuff like this doesn't break like it should. I mean, I knew the U.N. was running things. I knew they were coming with forced inoculations. I knew they were coming after the five-year-olds. But, but, but now it's here, and the U.N. is directing it. Do, do you hear me? So you better get on the ball now, myself included. Call everybody you know and tell them tune into InfoWars.com. 
and our video, freeworldnews.tv, right now, and then tell them to share it because they're coming for our children with deadly experimental vaccines under UN auspices and authorization, which is total fraud. And they're saying they're going to give the kids the shots and the parents aren't allowed to have any say-so. That's happening in Hawaii. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If I fail, I will go down in history in infamy. That doesn't matter because God's watching and I won't go out in infamy in God's eyes. But I know that that doesn't matter because we're going to win in the end because God is real and evil always fails and falls. So thank you so much for joining us on this emergency of emergencies. Thursday, November 4th, 2021 transmission. There is the headline for today's broadcast, and then I'm about to just plow through all of it for you with the documents, with the articles, with the UN press releases, with the video of it happening, and leaders in Australia and the U.S. bragging about forced injection of your children. And it gets worse, saying it's for the new world order. I've got federal politicians in the U.S. I've got state politicians in the U.S. like Lightfoot. I've got 
premiers and health department heads in Australia saying the same damn thing. But even Alex Jones has trouble believing that they'd actually do it. I thought they'd come out with some placebo at first with a forced inoculation so that there wouldn't be any deaths or illnesses so they could then set the precedent for the global ID and future forced inoculations. Nope. They went whole hog with a super deadly one right up front to get the fight going because they know they're going to lose control. They know the world's already awakened, so they want to collapse society, turn the population against each other, and have a breakdown of the financial and economic and, and farming, food production, transportation systems. And there are TV ads running where they call the children superheroes that are going to be taking the shots. Now they're going to get superpowers from it. You know, Big Tobacco got in trouble for targeting children with Jimmy the Camel and all the rest of that, which was evil. This is about a thousand times worse. (sighs) Because this is like cigarette makers coming to the school and trying to make the children smoke the cigarettes. And let me tell you, cigarettes are a lot less worse than these injections. (laughs) So this is one hell of a moment to be alive. I want to say this before I go any further. In fact, I'm going to spend the rest of this segment on this, and then the next longer segment, I'm going to plow into all the articles, all the documents, all the news, and title together. It's just incredible, and God give me strength to cover this properly and in a focused way because I could get stuck on one of these things for 10 hours. It's un- I mean, I've got British medical journals, mainline medical journals, major European universities, all confirming this is just super deadly, gives you cancer, destroys your DNA in a chain reaction, creates total blood clots. I mean, it's freaking a long, painful death sentence for most people. The lucky ones are the ones that die in just a few days or a few hours because, it, because it, the vaccine took too well. The blood clotting agent, you know, their body overreacted. It's meant to kill you slow, so you go off and die, but slowly and then the big pharma that now owns all the major hospitals I can then suck dry you and your family it's it's just a very sophisticated weapon system and they they studied and actuary looked at all the different bioweapons they had and decided on this one which is delivered through the injection and uh, Pfizer's now confirmed another giant prestigious medical journal Pfizer admits it that they indeed know that the uh, shot is a live virus and sheds to others and that actually grows the Delta variant in humans. And that's why there's so many illnesses now. That's why it's so much worse than it was last year. See, it's a, it's a weapon that rolls out and then amplifies and gets worse. But let me make the big announcement here. And I want to explain this very softly and very slowly and very calmly because I know everybody's just used to me being at, turned up to 10. And so it all gets lost in translation. There's the old bumper sticker that says, if you want your children to listen, whisper. Well, I'm not saying you're my children. I'm just saying that I tend to listen to somebody when you hear somebody next to you whispering. You, you're usually tuning out loud people, but you're not tuning out people that are whispering. It's kind of the NPR tactic. And it's also good to have the tactic of yelling to get people awake and out of their trance. That works for some people. But for some people, you really need to slow down and be very, very calm about what you're talking about and what you're dealing with. So I want us all, myself included, just to sit back, and to look at what's happening, why they're doing this, and, and really define where we are in the world and what's currently happening, and then ask, what is the best course of action, the moral, proper course of action we should take that doesn't give them the violence uh, they, they want to tear society apart even faster because that's their goal. But at the same time, we have responsibility to not be cowards and, and just rationalize and just sit here and take it. 
So we're at a major decision point right now. This is a big deal for everybody. And I would just ask those that serve the system, you know you're in the wrong now. I mean, you know that the baddies have captured the country. And so I am just politely asking people that are in the system that sold out for a lot less than I've been offered. I mean, up in the 20s of millions a year that I said no to when they stopped asking. And most of the people that sold out of the system just kind of got into the system and were climbing up the ladder and never even knew they sold out until they figured out they had. And what was it for, $100,000, $200,000 a year? Most people sell out for $50,000 for life. And what's your soul worth? A wise man once asked me, Bill Rundus, he said, Alex, what would you give for your eyes? A billion, two billion, three billion? I said, nothing. He said, exactly. Well, so what would you give for your soul? If your eyes are so valuable. And, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. To, to fight the globalists, you can take my eyes right now. I mean, if, if it bought freedom, if it bought life for these children, cut my eyes out right now. In fact, I'm ready to die. Because my body wants to fight these people. My soul wants to stop them. I'm, my body's like, let's go to war right now, Jones. I mean, my, my flesh is like, uh, 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 and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, please stop. God, give, give me control because I know the enemy's punching my buttons. And I look at my four-year-old daughter, and I think about what these people want to do to her, what they want to do to your children. And I think about watching them carry this out, and I'm not going to sit here and watch them do this same time got to be as wise as serpents and peaceful as doves about this and just because they're losing intellectually they're losing spiritually and you know christ knew there was a time to not be violent he also said there would be a time in the future to be sell your cloak and buy a sword and martin luther king knew there was a time to be peaceful and a time to not be so you know do i feel like malcolm x or do i feel like martin luther king here I think I feel like a little bit of both, and I think you do as well. And I will tell you, we will defend our children. We will stand against this evil, and those doing this will pay by any means necessary. But the question of any means necessary means what is necessary? What is the right thing to do here? So let me just make the announcement. We'll go to break. We're at war. This is all war. The cutting off of the oil, the destruction of the borders, the destruction of the currency, the destruction of the family, the annihilation of the morals, the breakdown of the military and the police and, and, the, and the firefighters and the nurses with the mandates and, and now sanitation and now the power companies, everything's going down. Power will probably be off a lot this winter. In fact, not probably. I predict giant, massive blackouts, five times worse than last year. I got a generator hooked up to the office now and at the home and everything. I mean, it's, it's on. This is 21st century war, and now they're coming for our children. The U.N. has announced global forced inoculation without parental consent. Want to come back and cover it in just a few minutes? Stay with us. Hey, everybody. Confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little-known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. 
And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. Back in... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. InfoWars.com studios. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me read these headlines out to you. It is incredible. Then we're going to get some top legal advice on what Robert Barnes thinks we should do about all this. This is broken last night and this morning. And I caught myself at the gas station this morning telling the clerk behind the counter. I caught myself telling a lady out there pumping gas in her car, and they both looked at me like I was crazy because it's not normal to talk to fellow citizens because people have been programmed by the television and the culture. But you should tell people. Kind of like, hey, did you hear? The Japanese just bombed Pearl Harbor. Hey, did you hear? The U.N. just announced and released a plan for forced inoculation worldwide without parental consent. And within days of the plan coming out that no one even reported on that we broke this morning on the National Journal in Hawaii and in California and in other blue state controlled areas, they have announced clinics where, quote, parents aren't allowed in the schools and that when you, quote, bring your child to school to be at the school ever, that you consent to the injections. And then all over the U.S., in Louisiana, and in Minnesota and other states, New York, it's being confirmed. Canada's doing it too. Ice cream trucks pulling up at the parks and giving children as young as seven injections without parental consent. Children don't have consent, folks, under law under anywhere in the world. Because, and people know people that try to manipulate children deserve the death penalty. But all of it's about the state messing with our children. That's why they had drag queen story time. If you'll accept convicted pedophiles coming to visit your children at school unannounced, well, you'll accept anything so here it is world health organization considerations it's just considerations they're just considering it doesn't seem right regarding consent and vaccinating children and adolescents between 6 and 17 years old page 3 it says right here it's implied consent if it's published in newspapers that it's legal to give children 5 and up 6 and up shots and it says right here that they will then give the children the injections without parental consent the United Nations own website it, it's this 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 document's linked in the live show feed of the broadcast today. Emergency bombshell exclusive. The UN has already launched a plan to forcibly inject children without parental consent worldwide. It's being added right now. If you're already on the page, hit refresh. <sighs> Continuing, I'm going to read over this all coming up. School blocks parents from attending vaccine drive for five year old students. And then I found out Austin sent out similar messages, and so did North Carolina. I have copies of all that right here. You get a text message, oh, it's just about vaccine info, no big deal, please click here, important document. Then it says if you don't respond or you send your kids to school, it's happening. Next level criminal behavior. Here's one out of North Carolina, one of our crew members that lives in North Carolina and works there. Got this message yesterday. It just said, oh, just a message, important, you go read, we're going to inject your kids at school. Here is the same one for Austin, Texas, copy of the text messages they were sent. Unbelievable. 
and it goes on and on. And then we've got this stack of news. Pfizer confirms COVID vaccine can cause people to shed spike proteins and cause neurological disorders, heart attacks, you name it. And indeed, that they are spreaders of a replicating spike protein virus in the body. I'm going to be reading this whole thing later. Here's the actual study. Very prestigious. And we've got one out of the British Medical Journal confirming what Robert Barnes is getting ready to file the lawsuit with the Pfizer whistleblower has said. That's the British Medical Journal that they did not do the real study. They did not actually carry it out. It's all a fraud. Something really strange is happening in hospitals all over America. People are coming in and dying of heart attacks, microcarditis in their lungs, filling up with liquid, but they're not testing positive for COVID, but they have a new spike protein. Yes, the shedding, the vaccinator, the bioweapons. Here's the British Medical Journal. COVID-19 researcher blows the whistle on data integrity issues in Pfizer vaccine trial. Here's from the NIH website saying children that do develop microcarditis, even mild or medium, We'll have a 25 to 56% chance of dying within three to 10 years. And it goes on and on. Here's KHN. ERs are swamp serial patients, though they don't have COVID. That's just part of all of this. FDA knew about numerous adverse events for children related to Pfizer vaccine, but covered it up. All right. I had Barnes on today because he's a really smart politico as well. And he, we didn't have time to continue to have him on here. Still had another guest coming on. I wanted to get him back on to talk about how big these elections are, what these off-year elections signify, and, and we'll get to that later if we have time. we got a bunch of other big guests as well, but, but Barnes, you're a legal lawyer. You're, you're on this. You're a constitutionalist. This is insane. What do you call this constellation of evil with the U.N. coming out with these guidelines? And from Australia to the U.S., they're now implementing it, and I have the clips of them saying, this is the new world order. That's coming up, folks. The, welcome to the new world order. We're going to give your children shots. So what what parents think? outside of law but they use the un creating a letter as their authorization i mean this is incredible on so many fronts barnes yeah i mean really the new world order looks a lot like the old world order of the eugenics era i mean this is how they did a lot of forced sterilizations on people back in the 19 teens and 1920s they are almost all under the age of 18 uh and they you know got jurisdiction or authority over them by hook or by crook and then prevented them from ever having children the rest of their lives uh, I mean, just, you know, or their children having children, obviously. So this is about the state seizing custody uh, and asserting legal control over your child's body. And that's what, literally what it is. It's, it's the state replacing the parent as the one that makes informed consent choices for their child's medical care. And if they can achieve this, what else can they do? Can they decide your seven-year-old really is a girl or really is a boy and start giving them uh, various hormonal treatments that can do permanent life-lasting damage? Uh, what else? I mean, they could just keep going and going and going. This is the state asserting control over our bodies and now our kids' bodies as if they own those bodies. And that's why it's so frightening. I mean, that's why we'll be I'll be suing early next week to stop this uh, authorization of this vaccine for five to 11 year olds uh, with Bobby Kennedy in the Western District of Texas. In fact, we've been working all week on the suit. It'll be ready to go early next week. And we're uh, going to do everything we can to stop this from happening, period, right at the source, to stop the FDA from doing it at the source. Of note, federal court ruled yesterday that FDA, that Tyson is acting as a federal agent when they issue their vaccine mandate. What does that mean? It means that Tyson Foods is now responsible and legally liable as if they're the government. It means the Religious Freedom and Restoration Act applies. It means the Rehabilitation Act applies. It means the Constitution applies to Tyson's actions. 
So we'll be amending and bringing suit against Tyson Foods and probably about a dozen federal courts all across the nation uh, because now they're violating constitutional provisions and other federal laws because they admit they're a federal agent and a uh, federal officer in the context of this vaccine mandate. And they admit and a federal court has found that they are a federal officer for the purposes of the vaccine mandate. The new OSHA mandate that's just been issued, that's really kind of a testing mandate with a vaccine uh, exemption or exception. That there's everybody's going to be suing over that. Employers and attorney generals have already announced they're going to be suing over that. So we're going to see lawsuits all across the country over this because there has to be a fight back because we must own our own bodies. If we don't own our own bodies, we own nothing. And now they're trying to take our kids away from us and claim they own our kids' bodies too. So that's why this is the fight of the century uh, to restore freedom and liberty in America. Uh, yeah, the fight of human history. I mean, this is just, on a scale of 1 to 10, this is a 10, tyranny-wise. Uh, don't you agree, Barnes? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, what we've been talking about for a year is that they want to restore the power that they uh, birthed the Nazis in the 1930s and 1940s. That, you know, the, the Nazis looked to American eugenics as the basis of their legal and moral and political authority. They use it as and a Nuremberg the defense. They use Margaret Sanger as a Nuremberg defense and, and John D. Rockefeller. Absolutely. This is the Rockefeller Foundation's dream objective for a long time. And who did Bill Gates's father and Bill Gates say they looked up to the most for their own world vision? The Rockefeller Foundation. And this is Bill Gates' vision come to life using his, his uh, incredible, disparate, disproportionate influence in public health. And it's their efforts to seize and control and own our bodies and own our children for, from going forward. And that's why we have to fight. We have no choice but to fight. Uh, and it's the only chance we have to restore liberty and freedom in America and in the world. I totally agree. Stay there. Let's come back and get to what you think we should do to counter this, because obviously they're trying to make the economy fall apart, have all the essential workers not go to work. It's already happening. And then Cloward and Piven. Um, but but now they're getting caught in that. America sees through it. And now they're literally coming for our children. They've been saying, hey, your kids belong to the state. Now they're doing it. So, so how do we peacefully stop this? We'll be right back. I'm sitting here. It's in the early morning hours, and I'm looking at mainstream news reporting on the fact that even the controlled revolving door FDA has come out and said that the Moderna and Pfizer shots need to be held up and not authorized for children because in studies they did on children, it caused myocarditis, that's heart swelling and heart attacks. And then I noticed that even though this is even in the Associated Press, it's not getting any circulation. It's not on the national news. And it's very hard to even find on places like Instagram or Twitter. It's just crazy. And then Fauci was on TV just yesterday saying there's no damage from the vaccines. It doesn't hurt anybody. You're a conspiracy theorist if you say it. It's just crazy. And then we have all the scientists who over a year ago came out and said these vaccines are going to cause heart problems. And they gave the exact reasons why and now it happened. That's why InfoWars is on air. Because if we weren't on air, they'd get away with even more of this crap. This is just insane. These people are killers. Brainforce Plus is back in stock, and it's 50% off with free shipping and double Patriot points right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Brainforce Plus, after eight months, is finally back in stock, and we're giving you 50% off plus free shipping and double Patriot points on the best-selling nootropic at InfoWarsStore.com. Brainforce Plus is one of our highest-rated and best-selling InfoWars line formulas ever, and the InfoWars crew uses it every day, and so do I. The formula is loaded with natural compounds like uramante, 
L-theanine, Alpha-GPC, and many others that are known to support cognitive health and give you that extra boost. Whether you're stocking up or trying it for the first time, now is the time to head to InfoWarsStore.com and take advantage of these great savings. Your purchase of BrainForce Plus is a 360 win. You'll get a super high-quality nootropic, and you'll help launch InfoWars to the next level. Visit InfoWarsStore.com and get our best-selling BrainForce Plus at 50% off before we run out of stock to avoid missing out on these massive savings. BrainForce. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the school letters from around the country in blue cities and blue states, from Hawaii to Texas to North Carolina, where they're saying, under the UN rules, if you send your children to public school, we're going to inject them. And you heard about the woman in Louisiana where they confirmed that they injected? They're now saying, yeah, we're going to defend this in court, saying we have UNWHO guidelines. They injected her 13-year-old without consent. Think about that. And she's now, I'm told, filed suit. I've got all those stacks of news here. But here is an MSNBC host years ago. What's her name? I forget. That's right, Melissa Harris-Perry. Remember her saying we need to get over this idea that parents are in charge of their kids. Here it is. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. Oh, yeah. You go in and fund the black family not to have any dads there for 50 years, and they go from having less illegitimacy than whites to having 80-plus percent. Yeah, it worked really well, you nasty social engineers funded by Margaret Sanger who knew exactly what she was doing going back to the 20s. I'm going to go back to Barnes right now, but here is a clip, and there's even more of these next hour I'm going to get to, but I want to hear what Barnes has to say. This is uh, this is the National Health Department spokesperson, the article's a flashback on Infowars.com. Australian health minister announces 24,000 students will be injected in stadium without parental supervision. And then we have another clip where he agrees. Yeah, about a lot of kids we gave it to the school didn't have parental consent. He said, so what? Get over it. That's a quote. So, oh, but first he said this. Here it is. This is a world pandemic. It's a one in 100 year event. So you can expect that we will have transmission. Uh, from time to time, and that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. The new world order. The new world order. I want to stress that uh, to the mums and dads, your children will be well looked after inside when they arrive. They'll be literally ushered. We'll have uh, nurses, we'll have uh, some of the youth command, we'll have uh, some of the young, young police from the, uh, uh, the various uh, operations within police there just to guide them through. Um, as to where they go, they'll be looked after every moment inside the uh, the stadium, and uh, they'll be well cared for. So mums and dads feel secure. We've got about 24,000 students we're aiming to get through next week. Uh, the messages will come out this week, and the opportunity is there, but really you've got to take it, grasp it with both hands. Um, I know uh, if you talk to any of our Olympians, I'll tell you, you've just got to grasp opportunity, and this is an opportunity, so don't waste it. Minister, how damaging is it for the public perception Thank you, 
How embarrassing. What, what I find more embarrassing, James, is that you would make that sort of question accusation against frontline health staff who work their butts off and who tomorrow will have achieved a million, dollar, a million vaccinations into arms. You know what? The school intended it well, there was a mistake, and so what? It's happened. Out of a million vaccinations, move on. But it wasn't. So, so Barnes, let's pull back to the 50,000 foot, the 100,000 foot view here. This is global. This is the UN. This is corporations liability protection. Starting a giant fight with everybody. Coming for our children with something we know is causing all sorts of illnesses and death at a very high rate. A bunch of more famous football players, hockey players just died from the shots they're admitting. I mean, what the hell are they doing here? Because if you wanted to like self-immolate yourself, what Pfizer and them are doing uh, is is that in my view. What do you think? You're a smart guy. Yeah, I mean, I think it is a... It- it's about establishing a legal, historical, and political precedent that the state has control, custody, and power over your children. And that statement from the MSNBC lady about collectivization of the of children goes back to the theory of children's rights, which was never about children's rights. It was about the state, in the name of children's rights, seizing control of children from their parents. And who was one of the primary and principal advocates of that all the way back since the 1970s? A, Yale, a young Yale law student named Hillary Rodham Clinton. So it's not a surprise that this is the agenda that they are seeking. They, many of us have said that the prior approval of courts of various vaccines for school children that had been done in the past were deeply politically and legally and constitutionally problematic because at some point they would use it and abuse it in the way they're doing now. And now we're witnessing it in live time. Robert Kennedy filed suit against the District of Columbia because the first school district to try this was the District of Columbia, where it was going to inject kids without their parents' consent, without their parents' knowledge, without a right of religious accommodation, even though the local law in D.C. required it, uh, back several months ago. And the only reason why they weren't able to move forward with it was because Bobby Kennedy filed suit and uh, got it temporarily stopped. So this has been part of a longer-term objective and agenda that it is about collectivization. It's about no individual identity, no individual rights, deferring to a small elite group who's going to dictate for anyone and everyone what their rights will be to such a degree that they own our children and they own our bodies. And once they own that, there's nothing left to own. I mean, they have it all. They have all that matters. That's all that's consequential, all that's significant. And that's why it's critical people fight back in the court of public opinion. I mean, look at what happened. The Virginia governor came out 72 hours before Election Day and said no vaccine mandate. If he is elected, there will be no vaccine mandates, no mask mandates. What happens? He surges at the end, wins the governorship in Virginia. Putin did it several months ago. He came out and said Russia would have no vaccine mandates. His party surged in the parliamentary elections. He got the supermajority he wanted. Meanwhile, people like Trudeau came out for vaccine mandates and their support collapsed and they got less support than they had in the prior election. So what it shows is if we can continue to argue in the court of public opinion, continue those of us that are lawyers bring these cases into court everywhere we can and fight it in the courts of law, that between the two, that's the, me- that's the means and mechanism by which we can fight back against this elite agenda that's meant to strip us of our rights and our freedoms right to the core. If you don't have custody over your child and you don't have custody over your body, you don't got custody over nothing. You, don't, you have no more freedom. You have no more rights. That's you right. If, if no people are asking why they do something so bold, this is the final frontier. This is planting the flag in us that they've captured us. If they can send convicted pedophiles to meet with our children at school, if they can put deadly shots in them when they want and throw it in our face, and we don't do anything, the sky's the limit. It's a return to chattel slavery. If you look at the two things that were the most morally horrendous to slaves about chattel slavery, it was two things. 
First, they didn't own their own body. And secondly, they didn't have control and custody over their own children who could be sold down the river, as the old statement went. And, and that's what they're trying to restate. That's what they're trying to reinstate. That's what they're trying to replace our current system with. And it's an old system. I mean, it's what they were doing in the 20s and 30s. The Nazis were just the logical extension of this system of experimenting on us as guinea pigs, as treating us as property of the state. People, you know, the, the institutional media likes the people to forget the Nazis were socialists at heart. Uh, they just had a, a unique brand of it. They were still well, that's stated. right. For those that don't know, uh, when I bring this up, this is not a defense of the Nazis. It's the opposite. It's a historical fact that you know. But those that don't know history, or I guess get their Nazi history from uh, *Inglorious Bastards*, uh, which is a fine movie, but just a very, you know, not real uh, BS. The Nazis were rock stars in *Time Life* books and gardening magazines, and on the radio. When my grandfathers were growing up. They would broadcast Hitler's speeches, uh, man of the year twice, uh, because the whole left and the robber barons were all behind him as the savior of the world and eugenics because he was adopting what the Rockefellers wanted and what Thomas Watson of IBM wanted. And that's mainline history. They hope you don't know it. They hope you don't remember it. And then they set him up and then didn't join him when he started World War II. He was told to do that. He thought that uh, the U.S. was going to join him, that the U.K. was going to join him, and then he got double-crossed by that same eugenics group. That's how evil these people are. Completely. I mean, you go back, the original ideas for eugenics were all the old British colonial elite that believed in the imperialism that unleashed World War I that birthed World War II. So these are people just trying to restore and reinstate their power. They basically experimented with a communist brand of power. They experimented with a fascist brand of power. Then they ultimately settled on the current brand of power that they have. But and the only thing that pushed back was the, the world pushed back, the, the, from the French resistance to the American uh, soldiers who fought at World War II. Those were the people who were able to stop. And Bob, and Bob stay there. We're coming right back to you. You're on fire as usual. But let's let's finish up with this. We knew there was a war with Hitler. Okay, sure. Our own corrupt elites created Hitler and then had a big war to take out the Germans and uh, all the rest of it. But the point is, is that this is a very sophisticated world taking place. And I'm going to come back with Barnes in just two minutes. I'm going to ask him the big question. We know they're going to stage attacks and blame it on us. It's the guaranteed next card. I think you'll agree. We'll see. But we're in the season of false flags. There's a report on that at Bandot Video today in the John Bound section. That's all coming up. So please, I cannot explain to you how important it is for you to realize that like electricity, when you spread the word, it plugs in the spotlight that exposes the cockroaches. We're going to do this in an echo chamber unless all of you tell everybody you know constantly to tune in to Infowars.com, Newswars.com, Bandot Video, and the local radio stations. It's so important. It's everything. So thank you all for doing that, folks. But redouble your efforts. People are hungry for the truth right now. There's a great awakening happening. The Great Reset is the counter to the Great Awakening. So we're in a war and we're barely winning, but the children are in the balance. So they're counting on you. This information is being censored everywhere except here. So tell everybody you know, tune in now however you can. Well, it's now out in the open that the New World Order is destroying America. But there is a Great Awakening happening. But if InfoWars isn't on the air, if they're able to shut us down, that's going to be a big victory for the enemy. And so you need to understand, we need your support to be able to really take it to the globalist at the end of 2021 into 2022. So first off, thanks for all your previous support. And I want to encourage you to take advantage of Black Friday Comes Early that we've been launching for about the last nine years, every single year. And it's a very 
popular sale. Storewide free shipping, double Patriot points, and up to 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com. So from the end of October for two weeks into November, we're running Black Friday Comes Early, storewide free shipping, double Patriot points, and just a bunch of huge deals. Brain Force Plus, the nootropic, back in stock, 50% off. Ultra 12, super high quality vitamin B12 under the tongue, 60% off. And it just goes on and on. That's with free shipping, double Patriot points, ultimate bone broths back. That's discounted with also free shipping. Find it all at InfoWarsStore.com. is our guest. He's riding a shotgun with us with Drew Hernandez, who's been at the Rittenhouse trial, pops in with exclusive information. He's also been covering protests against the deadly injections all over the country. We're going to cover it all. But wow, Robert Barnes, for those who just joined us, the UN, we showed the document earlier, has announced, and now all over the U.S., uh, uh, they're saying, yes, we're now going to inject children five and up without parental consent. They say it gives implied consent when you let your child go to school. Obviously, that's a fraud. As a lawyer, spend a minute on that, just explaining it, and then let's get into how do we stop them false flagging, or they're going to hurt people's children or, or kill them, and, and then a dad's going to go you know, shoot the school nurse or whatever. That's a terrible thing. We don't want that to happen, but they're shooting the children up. The globalists know uh, cause and effect. They know where this is going. They obviously want to elicit some type of civil war. Do you think I'm wrong or right about that? I mean, I think both are serious risks. I mean, I think part of what's happening in the Rittenhouse trial reflects that. I think they want uh, the secure convictions in that trial to get people to uh, overreact. And uh, people need to maintain confidence in the constitutional system of government that we have and continue to go to the court of public opinion, continue to go to the court of law, assert all of your rights and remedies, and do everything you can within that arena. What we saw with the elections is that can still work. The, the, you know, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people he did not exist the greatest trick the system can pull is convincing you as an ordinary American that you cannot resist. History is full of examples of ordinary people changing the world. Just look at InfoWars. InfoWars should have been off, uh, uh, should be uh, disappeared four years ago. That was the plan. That was the objective. Clearly, the, the, the goal was to do something like this, and uh, InfoWars has been the tip of the spear at resisting it. But because people continue to support InfoWars, continue to engage in InfoWars, Ordinary people were able to stop the entire system that came to try to crush InfoWars from, from succeeding in that objective. So people have a lot more power than they sometimes give themselves credit to. So if they continue to fight back in the court of public opinion, continue to fight back in, every, in the courts of law, and continue to support places like InfoWars, which is easy because you can buy things that make you healthier, wealthier, and wiser all in the same process uh, by doing so, then we can succeed. Because the reason why the system is going so hard so fast with this great reset agenda is because it fears it will fail. It fears that people will be able to successfully resist. So if we continue to push back, we continue to resist, we can still succeed. I totally agree with you. And I, I, I just want listeners and viewers to understand as negative as, as this all is, this is being done out of a position of these globalists of trying to maintain control. They even admit that. So, so this is not being done by strength. It's being done by desperateness, but they could still take over if we don't resist and say no. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why it's critical people continue to do everything they can in their power to do so. I mean, that's why it's a complete lie. What they are saying is that sending your kid to school is informed consent to give up control over your child's medical treatment, your child's body, your chi- child's ideas. That's totally hogwash. That has never been the case. That, in fact, when vaccine mandates have been fought, 
There have been an acknowledgement that there are religious accommodations, acknowledgement that there are medical accommodations, acknowledgement that the vaccine has to meet a certain test of safety and efficacy, that this vaccine does not meet. No emergency use authorized vaccine has ever been approved by any court to be mandated on children ever in our legal history. In fact, as you know, they tried this on the troops in the 90s and the early 2000s, and it got uh, outlawed and stopped. And and, and so this is uh, is like a... Rumsfeld, 2001. This is like a crazy person grabbing your five-year-old out of the backyard because they want to take him home with them for whatever reason. It's not legitimate. This is just the state and the teachers' unions and Big Pharma literally trying to kidnap our children. Exactly. It's the Hillary Rodham Clintons of the world forcing you into an Epstein-style adoption program for all the children across the world. And that, that's all this is. It's, it's, if they control your child, if they control your body, they control everything. They know that at a core level. That's not what the law is. That's never been what the law is. There isn't any law that supports that I right mean, now. Barnes, talk about a war. I, I mean, you could say Vietnam was wrong, blah, blah, blah. In hindsight, we shouldn't have fought it. This is a war for our children and their very lives. This is the real war. This is everything. This is an attempt to restore legal-style slavery to the United States. The same most morally horrendous aspects and offensive aspects of slavery was control of the body and control of your child. That's what they're trying to do again. That's why we have to fight for another emancipation proclamation in America today to keep our freedoms and liberties restored and in place. That's right. We're in a war. It's for global slavery versus freedom. We'll be right back with Robert Barnes and Drew Hernandez. Stay with us. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. Okay, we've got Drew Hernandez with us to the bottom of the hour. Amazing independent reporter. And he just does an amazing job around the country, working for several big organizations, but also independently. And he has been at the Rittenhouse trial. He's been at demonstrations around the country. He's been at the border lately. He's got a lot to talk about, so he's riding a shotgun with us here. And then uh, Roger Stone has a bunch of news he wants to break on what this election in Virginia meant and more. He's popping in bottom of the hour. And then Ben Swan hadn't been on a while. And Joe Rogan the other day sent me a clip of one of his shows saying, man, this is really good information. I said, yeah, I ought to get Ben Swan back on. Not name dropping. That's just how I thought of Ben Swan again, who's out there still fighting and taking action, reaching millions. So he's going to be with us uh, with a lot of interesting things we're going to be covering in the third hour today. And Paul Joseph Watson is hosting this Wednesday's fourth hour ahead of the war room with Owen Schroyer. Constitutional lawyer Robert Barnes, who's spearheading a bunch of lawsuits for Robert Kennedy Jr., and uh, his great alliance, and of course, get ready to file a suit that he first told me about a month ago, and we, we told you, hey, there's a big whistleblower with Pfizer uh, on the trials being frauds. It's going to be filed soon, and next week, that's now all over the news, uh, that's going to be filed, and the British Medical Journal has looked at the information and said that what the whistleblower gave them is absolutely accurate and shows a criminal level of, of, of fraud hiding what really happened with that. So just very, very happy to see that victory coming out, but also it's crazy to see him just double down and move forward. Uh, so I wanted Barnes to spend a minute or so recapping that. I want to get Drew Hernandez take on it uh, but before we get into Rittenhouse because uh, New York are throwing garbage onto uh, you know uh, de Blasio's property uh, because garbage is everywhere. Society's breaking down because people won't take the shot. And I want to get his take on uh, what he thinks the final boiling point here in America is and how we stop the forced injections but also stop a civil war. Uh, but a recap for folks briefly, Barnes, this huge information that broke in the last few days that you told us about first a month ago. 
Yeah, I mean, it's critical. I mean, what it is is the, the only basis by which this vaccine has been approved and authorized at any level was based on clinical three-stage testing by Pfizer, and those tests were com- that testing process was completely contaminated from, from beginning to end. There is no reliable data there at all. There's no accuracy that can be depended upon there at all. It was completely, it was not blinded like it was supposed to be. They didn't keep, take proper measurements. They didn't record severe adverse events. They didn't even have the data to do so. And then they, when they got caught with it, they fabricated and falsified the data and submitted fraudulent reports and perjured testimony. And the FDA helped Pfizer cover it up. And so, I mean, I mean, that's what took place. Indeed, after she reported it to the FDA, all of a sudden she got a call from Pfizer's corporate lawyer. It's like, how does Pfizer's corporate lawyer know that she disclosed it to the FDA? Because the FDA was tipping off Pfizer because they're really working for Pfizer to cover up. And the degree of complicity and corruption in this vaccine is the is at an unparalleled level, even for a company like Pfizer that has been fined billions of dollars for its historic levels corruption around the world in the big drug, big pharma context. That's right. They've paid the biggest fines in history. They just made $65 billion off of this. They'll probably get another slap on the wrist when they deserve to be uh, on death row for what they've done. Drew Hernandez, you have been all over the country tracking this. You're with Real America's Voice, DrewHLive.com. Thank you so much for coming on with us. I want to get into your coverage of the Rittenhouse trial and the big developments there with the FBI suppressing exculpatory video. But first, your take on what Barnes just broke here. Well, I think uh, the natural response uh, for human beings when they're being oppressed, legitimately being oppressed, we're not talking about Black Lives Matter and Antifa running around claiming that they're oppressed, real oppression with these vaccine mandates where people are being threatened with their livelihood and their jobs. I think the natural response, whether Republican or Democrat, left or right, I think when you put a human being in a corner like this and you violate their freedoms, you violate their livelihood, their families, Uh, I think the natural response is you are going to receive some kind of pushback. Uh, And it brings joy to my heart to see this happening in New York and in California as well. But at the same time, there are millions of mindless lemmings that continue to just buy into this. And they're willing to give the authoritarian government an inch. And they fail to realize that if you do that, they're going to take a light year on you. So I think people are starting to wake up to this reality. I mean, you take a look at Loudoun County, right? People, it, it, it took a ninth grade girl being sodomized and raped in a unisex bathroom for people to start to finally wake up that, hey, maybe these types of policies are a bad idea. So I think when innocence or when a human life is on the verge of being violated, maybe that's what it takes to finally wake people up who just don't want to listen to the facts. Uh, Thanks for reminding me about that, because even Obama tried to come out and say it didn't happen. And he went and reportedly raped another woman. And the police reports are all there. and They're going ahead with the prosecution. And the nerve drew to then have Obama and the Democrats just say it didn't happen. It's like Tucker Carlson asked last week, what's up with the trans community like being God? They're like above the law. They seem to be running everything. What the hell's going on here? These people are willing to put a political agenda over a ninth grade girl being raped in a unisex bathroom. Uh, Drew, why do you say that? Because this county was about to punch in a policy that was going to require teachers in order uh, to uh, literally call the children based off their preferred pronouns and unisex bathrooms. So there was a father that was going to actually testify on what happened to his daughter in a unisex bathroom being raped uh, by a boy in a skirt. And they arrested him. They shut him down. They silenced him from speaking. And and by the way, the Soros-backed prosecutor is still trying to prosecute him last time I heard Barnes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's deeply disturbing what's taking place. It's what a lot of people warned about. And it's what the media said was all myth. 
They said, this will never happen. Nobody will misuse access to a bathroom uh, in order to sexually assault or abuse uh, a young girl. And then it happened. And so what do they do? They covered it up. And because they covered it up, it led Loudoun County to, like the rest of the country, to move strongly against the Democratic Party in the elections uh, just this past Tuesday. So the, uh, it, this is not a popular agenda. It's never been a popular agenda. You know, watching the Democratic Party rise to power is like watching a monkey climb a tree. It only gets uglier. And the ordinary American is seeing that more and more, and they're pushing back more and more. All right, we're, we're going to break in a few minutes, but I want to get Drew started on this. You've been covering the Rittenhouse trial, and so much has come out, but a lot of it never makes the national news. Uh, uh, give us a breakdown of some of these incredible events. Well, I, I really wanted to take my time with this, and I'll do the best I can with about three minutes. But just to give people full context, because people that are watching this trial need to understand this was not a peaceful protest. The context is day one in Kenosha when Jacob Blake was shot. I was there on the ground. I took an Uber from Chicago to Kenosha to cover not a protest. It was a riot. When I showed up, they were already burning down uh, dumpster trucks. They were burning down buildings. They were looting buildings. They were vandalizing buildings. They were committing arson. They were committing violent acts that are not covered by the First Amendment. That was day one. They burnt down a car dealership. This was not a peaceful protest. And on day two, they did the same thing and burnt down more buildings and another car dealership. That is what brought Kyle Rittenhouse to Kenosha. Kyle did not show up to Kenosha to shoot a bunch of BLM protesters that were expressing their First Amendment right. Literally one of the first viral clips or viral stories that came out of, out of Kenosha that night, I remember sitting in my hotel room in Chicago watching this all unfold on night one that actually led me to go to Kenosha. The protesters, the rioters, okay, and I say protesters in air quotes, the rioters were already taking bricks and throwing them at the head of police officers because Jacob Blake got shot by a cop. That is what initiated all of this stuff. So when you hear the prosecution and you hear the mainstream media come out and say, uh, this was a peaceful protest because there was an injustice that was committed against a black man by a police officer. So does everyone here understand that that is a constitutional right? That is not the context of even what brought Kyle Rittenhouse to Kenosha in the first place because there were multiple nights of rioting, vandalism, and arson being commit on camera. I millions of views on my Twitter. This is the story that changed my life, Alex. This is what birthed my career, literally. So people have to understand, I'm not giving my opinion here. I witnessed all of this stuff. The context to this is violence. And because, and a lot of listeners are not gonna like to hear this, but the police, the National Guard was supposedly called, and the public at the time was wondering, why aren't they doing anything to put a stop to the violence? So people showed up with rifles because law enforcement was not doing their job to put an end to the stay, violence. Stay right there. We got plenty place. of time for you, by the way, Drew. We're going to get Barnes' take on this as well. And we'll hold you into stone. It's, I mean, it's all a free-for-all here. I love all you guys. And you're absolutely right. I was already aware of your work before Kenosha. But you're right. You exploded uh, after Kenosha and just did such a great job. And same thing with uh, the, the tower shooter at UT. Shooting all those people. People just pulled out their guns and started shooting back at him. That's what Americans do. Uh, Rittenhouse deserves a medal not to go to prison. We'll be right back with Drew Hernandez and Robert Barnes. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. 
It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, Robert Barnes is about to punch out in about two minutes. We'll go back to Drew Hernandez and get his take on the Rittenhouse trial he's been watching. Barnes worked on the trial, uh, and then there's obviously a solo defense going on with one team, but he helped in the preparation for it. And I know he got Rittenhouse's mom on the show and almost got Rittenhouse on, uh, but I understand why he's not been doing shows, but they, that's why they want to put him in jail because the guy's a hero. Uh, Barnes, you've been on the inside of the of this situation. How do you think the trial's going? Uh, I mean, I think the defense would have benefited from a broader, better team. Uh, one of our, one of my recommendations was actually to not stipulate to the authenticity of the videos and have people like Drew testify because Drew has, you know, eyewitness testimony and understands the full context. The prosecutor did not want Drew on the stand for obvious reasons. He wants to create a fake narrative about what's taking place. So uh, they decided to go their own path. Uh, I, I don't think that was the best idea, but hopefully it works out for the kid. So we gave them lots of ideas. What they do with those ideas, we no longer control. Uh, but uh, hopefully the kid is innocent. He's always been innocent. The FBI covered up. They had they had HD footage of the whole incident, and then they lost it, you know, which is ridiculous. Uh, and, you know, we saw more indictments brought today concerning the Steele dossier. Just shows the degree of FDI corruption, and the FDI corruption extends to the Rittenhouse case. And that may be a subject of future appeal if there's any convictions in the case. But the kid is innocent. Uh, the the judges basically knows that the only question is whether the jury knows that uh, the defense has could have done a lot better job than they've done so far. But hopefully they get better through the rest of the case. Yeah, that's the big question is, will Americans virtue signal so hard, even though the judge seems good and just burn an innocent young hero just because they want to feel good and bow down to the God of George Floyd? No doubt about it. And And they all said that there was a lot of pressure on them during jury selection. So we had different ideas for jury selection, a different team for jury selection. The local lawyer, Mark Richards, decided to go solo, do it all himself. 
I don't think that was the best decision, but hopefully it doesn't backfire for Kyle because he's an innocent kid, and it's not just him who's on trial. It's self-defense in America that's on trial. So his acquittal is an acquittal for America and the protection of self-defense. Hopefully that's what happens. All right. Well, as this unfolds, continue to give us updates. Robert Barnes, thank you so much. Hey, glad to be here. All right, let's go back now to Drew Hernandez. Drew, you've got the floor with the rest of the segment. That's right, you've been right in the center of this case the whole time, and I guess you're not being called as a witness. Well, let's break this down real quick. I want to give the viewers some accurate context. I'm not giving my opinion here. This is eyewitness. I was there. I have all the footage to put uh, to back it up. The, the morning of this day, this specific day, okay, the night that Kyle shot this pedophile, right, um, they were boarding up businesses to the point where they were putting boards on buildings and they were writing on the boards, children live up here. Why were they doing that? Because the previous two nights they were burning down buildings. There was a threat, a violent threat to the community. So this night, the protesters, okay, air quotes, protesters, they were rioters. There was an unlawful assembly called near the courthouse. So the police started pushing them back, deploying tear gas, uh, non-lethal munitions to push back the rioters. The rioters then responded. They were all antifa up. Antifa was there. They were throwing rocks at cops. They were taking concrete slabs and destroying them on the floor to create rocks to throw them at cops. Uh, and they were also throwing mortars and explosive devices and fireworks. They were going back and forth with the cops, being pushed down the street towards the car source where Kyle shot Rosenbaum. I'm giving you guys context here so you can understand how this all happened. They eventually came to the gas station. That's the video that you guys were just playing, okay? So when they get to this gas station, I can quickly break this down real quick. The police push the rioters all the way to this gas station, and that's Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum was pushing a burning dumpster can, okay? Some people think he was pushing it towards the gas station. In my personal opinion and context, they were pushing a burning garbage bin towards automobiles filled with human beings at the cop cars because they were in a skirmish going back and forth, rioting against the police. And the one that was pushing the trash bin leading the charge was Rosenbaum. That's what started the entire conflict because someone took a fire extinguisher and put out the fire. That set off Rosenbaum immediately because he was angry that somebody set his arson out. So that's what caused him to lead a pack of lemmings to the gas station and to get physically uh, violent, attempting to start an altercation with people with rifles. And if you guys could play that clip one more time where he's saying, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. I'm not going to say the N-word on your show, Alex, because, you know, they're going to clip that up. But that's what he was saying. Shoot me, N-word, shoot me, N-word. Play the next clip where Rosenbaum is in the gas station. You might have to fast forward a little bit. I want you guys to see something. And let's see if it, if it goes to the left. Push. Yeah, let's no, remember, back, you, back. you shot most of this footage, didn't you? Yes, go back. I, I want you guys. I should to have said that up front. We got the camera guy on. I just know Drew so well. We've done shoots together on the border and stuff. I'm, I'm forgetting. Hey, this is a guy that got the key Kenosha footage. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Watch. Watch. Let this play. No. No. Back one. Back one. Back one. Real quick. With Rosenbaum in the gas station right here. Okay. Yeah, that was it. This one. Let it play. Let it play. I want you guys to see something. When I say pause, press pause. Let it keep going. Let it keep going. Uh, I don't know if it's that. That's the clip. The, that clip, specific clip. I don't know if you guys. But listen, it, it's but, all on record. We know you told the truth. We know you shot the video. So tell them what really check happened. This out. Check this out. You guys, you guys, you guys need to hear this. Okay, push. Uh, let it keep going. You're gonna see in this clip a kid that looks just right there. Push pause. Push pause. You see that kid in the green shirt in the background? 
it's possible Rosenbaum was trying to get physically violent with that kid in the green shirt. It's possible that Rosenbaum thought that that was Kyle Rittenhouse later in the night when he tried to charge him because this was previous before Kyle shot Rosenbaum. It's possible, this is just my opinion, it's possible that Rosenbaum mistaked this kid. It looked identical to Kyle, identical, wearing a green shirt. It looks identical. He was trying to get into a physical altercation with him. He was asking that kid wearing green to shoot him. So it's possible later in the night after this gas station scene, Rosenbaum, they then went into route towards a car source. They were saying en route to car source, en route to car source after they left this gas station because their fire was put out in a garbage bin. So as they're all, this is Rosenbaum walking up towards the gas station, we can only assume that they were going to burn down another car, uh, another gas station because they already burned down two previously the night before. They're saying we're en route to car source. We're on our way to car source. They're walking up the street towards the gas station. And then Rosenbaum covers his face with a t-shirt. Okay. And he's lighting a trash can on fire. I was there. I watched this on his way. He's lighting a trash can on fire on his way to the car source with his face now covered. And then once he's done lighting the trash can on fire, he, may, he goes to the gas station. Kyle Rittenhouse is right behind him. And that's when Kyle shows up right in front of the gas station. Uh, excuse me. Uh, that's when Kyle's on his way to the, the, car, the car dealership. And then Kyle makes his way to the car dealership. Uh, same with Rosenbaum. Right when Kyle gets to the car dealership, that's when Rosenbaum charges him from behind. So what people need to understand, and, and I, I have to say this, Rosenbaum is not a victim. He was a threat to the community. He was attempting to commit arson. He took a flaming garbage bin and was attempting to push it into occupied automobiles that were turned on. And he was trying to get into a physical altercation that appears to look like Kyle. And he also was attempting, literally two minutes before he charged Kyle Rittenhouse, Rosenbaum was lighting another trash can on fire. Well, Drew, I understand it's very frustrating for you to see these pedophiles and arsonists, people shooting at folks, trying to burn down buildings, being lionized. That just shows how sick the left is. When we come back, I briefly want to ask you what you think is going to happen in this trial and just your overall take on the FBI. We now know suppressing video of people shooting at Rittenhouse before he defends himself and shoots them. Just incredible stuff. Then Roger Stone's coming on. But don't forget the really big news. The U.N. has announced forced inoculation of children without parental consent and blue cities in the U.S. like so Hawaii are doing it. Me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor. They fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet. But now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother. Mainstream Media. 
government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. Well, Real America's voice reporter, Drew Hernandez, has been an amazing reporter for many years, but he became extremely famous shooting the up-close, out-of-control main footage on the night the Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, day three of the rioting, day two of looting and burning, uh, simply tried to be a good Samaritan and do what the police and National Guard would not because they were so politically correct. He's now facing, of course, murder charges and a trial. Drew Hernandez has the key footage and key everything, but has not been part of that uh, trial. I, I just wanted you to uh, recap here. We'll have you back on as this unfolds. What you what your predictions are about the trial and why you think you haven't been called as a witness. Well, I can't speak specifically on the trial right now, um, but what I can say publicly, because I don't want to jeopardize anything that's in the works for Kyle, um, but what I can say is that there are things in the works. Uh, My footage has been involved, and uh, I'm going to do the best I can, uh, like I am right now, just to speak publicly about what really happened. Um, And I think that as long as the true context is given, I know there are other journalists that are testifying as well. Um, And I think the best thing for Kyle right now is that, I mean, thank God that there were people like myself and Daily Caller and Elijah Schaefer and uh, Julio Rojas uh, from Town Hall, all these different people that were there that night that caught footage of what really took place. I mean, Alex, what would have happened if there was no video from this? Uh, The fake news would have had a freaking heyday with this kid. Imagine the propaganda that, I mean, we, we have tons of video to prove what actually happened now, and they're still trying to spin it. What would have happened if there was no video? And I think America needs to take this seriously because the media is doing this and they get in bed with the justice system, the so-called justice system, to try and spin a narrative about something that didn't actually happen the way that they're claiming that it happened. They're seriously trying to tell people in the United States of America, the world at that, that Kyle showed up just to shoot BLM protesters. That's not true. That's just simply not true. And this truth needs to be communicated in this trial that this was violent. And you want to know how I can say this, Alex? What were they trying? What, what was the prosecution trying to do? They were, they were trying to have it so that nobody can call them rioters and uh, they wanted to call them victims. Why do they want to do that? Because they want to put it in the minds of the public and the juror that what actually took place was uh, more violent towards innocent people than what was actually taking place. And this is That's right. They want to brand their people anti for the rest of them, their pedophile armies, going down and burning down America and holding us hostage and letting them know they'll be protected when they go out and do it. Drew Hernandez, we'll talk to you again very, very soon as this unfolds. Real America's Voice, thank you so much. DrewHLive.com and at DrewHLive on Twitter. All right, there goes Drew Hernandez. We're glad he's there. We're glad he was there that night. We now are about to go to Roger Stone. Of course, pardoned by the president, political expert, helped get the president to run, his former chief uh, political advisor. And he is now here to give us his take post-mortem on what happened to the Democrats in Virginia, what really happened uh, in New Jersey, where 40,000 magic votes got found overnight and so much more. Uh, so to tell us what he really thinks this means and what this signifies for the upcoming midterms is Roger Stone. Roger, thanks for coming on. Alex, I'm delighted to be back here at InfoWars. Uh, yesterday was a very interesting day. Uh, as the old joke goes, I think there's both good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is you can tell at the grassroots that the American people are completely fed up 
with the authoritarian uh, regime that the ruling junta that we now have in Washington and in these particular Democrat-led states. I mean, the governor of Virginia was pictured in blackface, uh, but he was still retained in office. Had he been a Republican, they probably would have hung him. So there's a there's a, a double standard here that we've talked a lot about, but you have to inter- you have to look at these um, individually. Traditionally, in the first year of a new presidency, the off years elections in New Jersey and Virginia are read as a bellwether on the success of the policies of the new administration. By that measure, yesterday was an unmitigated disaster. Uh, Youngkin, the Republican candidate in uh, in Virginia, is not our kind of Republican. I think he was superior to Terry McAuliffe, but he's a partner at the Carlisle Group with the uh, Bushes and Colin Powell and other globalists. On the other hand, he did run a conservative campaign. And my friends who know him, and I have many who know him, tell me that he himself is a solid guy, a bit more of a libertarian, actually. Uh, And we'll see, as President Trump will see, we'll see what happens. I'm delighted with his victory. The Democrats can't get over the election of an African-American or, pardon me, a Jamaican-American woman who is the new lieutenant governor uh, because it destroys their entire narrative. If you saw Bakari Sellers uh, on CNN last night, no, what happened in Virginia was racist. What's happening in New Jersey is racist. Has nothing whatsoever to do with racism. None. So, in other words, Bakari Seller says the election of a woman of color to the second highest office in the Commonwealth of Virginia, that's a demonstration of racist. These people are truly demented. But then, you know, Alex, I don't get my news from CNN for the same reason I don't eat out of the toilet. Uh, What's even more amazing are the results in, in New Jersey. New Jersey is a state that has changed demographically very quickly. Uh, Richard Nixon carried New Jersey in 1968. Gerald Ford carried it in 1976. Reagan carried it uh, again in 1980, obviously won it again in 1984. But demographically, the state has trended away from us. Uh, there have been huge shifts where the old, uh, the suburbs of the large cities, which used to be reliably uh, Republican, Uh, are no longer Republican. So uh, the Democratic machine run by Cory Booker in Newark and George Norcross, the real boss of South Jersey, they're very, very adept at manipulating elections. Now, our candidate seemed like a nice fellow. He was underfunded. He started with no name ID. One of my friends in New Jersey told me the day before the election, you guys ran a tomato can. I think that's that's a little unfair. Uh, the guy gave a great spirited fight physically. By the way, is that a hard. joke? Because he's Italian. I, I'm, I'm not from the Northeast. I don't get the joke. What's that mean? In boxing, when you when you box a tomato can, it means they've given you an opponent who's easy to win to beat. Oh, I it got it. Make- it means he just he just did. Yeah, he he was a layman, sacrificial lamb. I mean, somebody had to take the nomination. This guy had the courage to do it. My hats off to him. In an overwhelmingly democratic state. Uh, I knew when I went to bed, when I saw that only 1% of the vote was in in Essex County, which is Newark, uh, that, that, that we were unlikely to hold on to the governorship. However, you've got to love the fact that a non-union truck driver who spent less than $200 beat the most powerful politician in the state, Steve Sweeney. 
because of the structure of the government in New Jersey, the Senate president is actually more powerful than the governor. Sweeney is a machine politician who believed he would be the next governor. Now he's nothing more than an ex-state uh, senator. It's so this his, has got to scare the hell out of the establishment. Even with all their election fraud, this is such big landslides. They're even losing uh, areas that they've comfortably controlled. What do you expect them to pull next? I mean, they're, like you said, they're just screaming the word racism louder than ever, but people see right through it. What are they going to pull next? Well, the question is, do people see right through it? You see, unfortunately for us, not every American is watching InfoWars uh, or OAN or Newsmax uh, or, or Real America's Voice, where you can actually get the truth on those sites. Most people are like zombies. They're watching CNN and believing that the crap that is spewed from these talking heads there is actually true. Uh, no, I say they double down on voter fraud now. In other words, I think in Virginia, given the fact that McAuliffe made so many huge blunders in the closing days, even though they had set the stage to steal it, remember, they got a judge to rule that absentee ballots do not require your the last four digits of your Social Security number when the state law is unambiguous. So that was the setup. And then Fairfax County, the biggest county outside of Washington, a highly mechanized, a very sophisticated voter machinery. Why did it take them all all night to report? So they were going to try to swamp us there. But they couldn't get enough because the landslide was so big? Well, they couldn't do it because it wasn't a dead heat. It, it, it wasn't logical. Terry McAuliffe went out and formally, officially lost this campaign through a series of blunders. We'll hit it on the other side. All right, Roger Stone's our guest. I'm Alex Jones, InfoWars.com. Share that link. InfoWars has been completely and totally vindicated, and so have all of our AM and FM stations and our local TV stations across the country. So I want to salute all of those amazing stations and those incredible listeners that have supported us and kept us on the air over the years as we've been demonized and lied about by the globalist-owned and controlled press. It's just come out, as you know, the NIH confirmed that they were ordered by Fauci and others in years past to send hundreds of millions of dollars to the Wuhan lab to create super weaponized viruses, not just gain of function, super weaponized viruses. As you know, that broke two days ago now, and they've only given Fauci and Peter Daszak five days to hand over all the rest of the documents. So this is the rats leaving the sinking ship. This is evil being exposed. And it's just the beginning. This is seismic. It's massive. So keep spreading the word about InfoWars.com and support these local stations. They are so incredibly important and they're saving America. Brainforce Plus is back in stock and it's 50% off with free shipping and double Patriot points right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Brainforce Plus, after eight months, is finally back in stock and we're giving you 50% off plus free shipping and double Patriot points on the best selling nootropic at InfoWarsStore.com. Brainforce Plus is one of our highest rated and best selling InfoWars line formulas ever and the InfoWars crew uses it every day and so do I. The formula is loaded with natural compounds like Uramante. L-theanine, alpha-GPC, and many others that are known to support cognitive health and give you that extra boost. Whether you're stocking up or trying it for the first time, now is the time to head to InfoWarsStore.com and take advantage of these great savings. Your purchase of Rainforce Plus is a 360 win. You'll get a super high-quality nootropic, and you'll help launch InfoWars to the next level. Visit InfoWarsStore.com and get our best-selling Rainforce Plus at 50% off before we run out of stock to avoid missing out on these massive savings. Rainforce. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. Ben Schwan has been breaking a lot of really important news on a host of subjects. He'll be joining us coming up for the last 45 minutes of the next hour. First 15 of the next hour. I got a ton of news I haven't hit yet that ties in to the U.N. forced inoculation plan that's been announced. I mean, that to me is just the most incredible thing ever, that A, we're under the U.N., and that it's coming for our children to plant the flag. I mean, you couldn't make this up. So that's coming up here in a little while. Separately, this is a great sponsor. We have one of the best deals you're going to find out there on a high-quality, high-rated satellite phone. So you can't be tracked, so you can't be traced, and it'll work anywhere in the world that where you can see the sky. You can also buy cheap antennas and uh, things for in your car, in your house that also are on the site. Infowarsphone.com. That's just a site that takes you to these folks. They supply the Border Patrol, everybody, with their systems as well. They're amazing folks, and you get a free phone, a $650 value, absolutely free at InfoWarsPhone.com. Smartphones are always tracking everything you do. These these aren't, and, and, the, and the calls are free when folks call you. You just pay $99.95 a month for your minutes, 150 minutes. So the calls you were free, works like a regular cell phone, but you're not being tracked or traced. And I keep one in my car. I've given them to my parents as gifts. Uh, way out in the middle of nowhere where regular phones don't work, they work. Infowarsphone.com or 941-955-1020, 941-955-1020, and ask the Alex Jones special. Uh, and also, you heard I didn't plug last hour. I get so busy, so focused. I don't. If we don't plug, we won't be here. That's how we fund our operation, plus they're great products. We have store-wide free shipping, double Patriot points for Black Friday comes early. We've been doing this eight, nine years now. This is the ninth year we're doing it. And for the first two weeks of November, we have free shipping, double Patriot points, biggest sale of the year, 60% off Ultra 12, Ultimate Bone Broth, back in stock, discounted. Uh, Ultra uh, uh, 12 is just the best deal you're ever going to find at 60% off. Uh, we also have the Bodies Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 40% off with the free shipping, double Patriot points, the Liquid Turmerics, 50% off. It's all really amazing products. Infowarsstore.com and BrainForce Plus, the great nootropic, back in stock, 50% off, and it all makes this broadcast possible. You also have it to the 15th, uh, and then they're going to have to raise the prices to get 10% off on all storable food at Infowarsstore.com. So with the shortages, the problems, all of it, I would not wait. I would take action now and do your Christmas shopping early and be done with it and find the tip of the spear at Infowarsstore.com. Get some T-shirts while you're at it. And again, you are the guys and gals that fund us, so thank you. We're like a mothership that just supports so many other great patriots, and we are very influential, as the enemy knows, with the other biggest talk show hosts in the country now listening to us very, very closely, and I'll just leave it at that. So the leadership of this broadcast is incredible. All glory goes to God, but it is it is historic, and it's all our guests. It's all our listeners. It's, it's, it's the stations. It's everybody together. This is a family. And we are changing the world, so your investment has not been in vain. You could not have invested with your time, your energy, your prayers, and your money better than an Infowars. So thank you so much, listeners and viewers. Roger Stone, please continue. And I, you're one of the smartest political analysts in the world, probably the smartest, with your predictions. Uh, you were just saying before the break, you think they're going to double down on election fraud now that they've had these big setbacks. Uh, talk about the Democrats. How do we counter that? Well, I've been uh, in this battle in the last couple of days here in Florida. Let me let me lay it out for you. There are one million phantom voters uh, on the rolls in the state of Florida. Uh, without Florida's 27 electoral votes, no Republican be, can be elected president. Now, I want to be very clear. I didn't say one million fraudulent votes were cast in the 2020 election. That's not what I said. Talking points memo. 
what I said was, if you took the people who are just don't aren't real, they're not fraudulent, they're fraudulent. Those who are deceased, those who moved out of the state, or registrants who filed their registration from a vacant lot, uh, you have one million fraudulent votes. Uh, now I called on Governor Ron DeSantis to to do something about this, uh, and he said, "No, we had the best, the cleanest election we've ever had." Lo and behold, after I hit him, the very next day, he announced a new state department to investigate elections on the same day that my friend Laura Loomer was breaking the news that Ron DeSantis's appointed secretary of state was meeting secretly with the head of Dominion uh, uh, voting machines and another third bad actor named Wesley Wilcox. Wesley Wilcox is the chairman of the Association of Supervisors of Boards of Elections which is made to sound like a governmental entity, but it's a front group. It's a, an elitist front group. It was right here on this program about a week ago when I pulled down an article in which Mr. Wilcox said, nobody's going to audit my elections. Your elections, pal? No, there are elections. The governor uh, needs to stop the talk and, and actually walk the walk. In today's statement, clearly a reaction to my criticism, when he announced the creation of this new department to investigate fraud, he says he's adamantly opposed to the use of drop boxes. Governor Ron DeSantis signed drop boxes into law in 2019 after his predecessor, Governor Rick Scott, opposed them for eight years. Governor, do you read what they signed, what they put in front of you? You just blindly sign it. Well, that's right. I in fact, you- I should have brought this up, Roger. You, you, I've seen the headlines. Are they accurate that you're threatening to run for governor if DeSantis doesn't get tough on fraud? Well, look, I have no illusions about my ability to be elected governor, uh, but if I have to seek the libertarian nomination to keep his feet to the fire, there's a couple things he needs to do. Ron DeSantis was pulled over the finish line by Donald Trump, but he is the only prospective candidate for president who who will not pledge to step aside for Trump. Uh, I think the president, the former president, has earned that right to be the nominee if that's what he chooses to do. Secondarily, how fair is it for Governor DeSantis to run for re-election in 2022 and then immediately run off and run for governor and abandon the state that he's supposed to be protecting? So we've got a million phantom voters on the rolls that his secretary of state refuses to remove. The mask mandate headlines are great. He's banned mask mandates, except for the seven largest counties in the state are flouting their nose at him. The school boards have put mandates in, in place. Sure, so this sounds like basically what Governor Abbott's doing here. A bunch of talk, but when it comes to real meat and potatoes, not delivering what we need. I like, uh, you know, I must tell you, I liked Abbott's partner, Costello, much better than I ever liked Abbott. Abbott <laughs> is a rhino who is trying desperately now to backtrack. He bought into the entire phony COVID-19 thing. Uh, and when Texans were unhappy, as they should be, He tried to become a born-again, America-first, Texas-first candidate. Personally, I'm supporting Chad Prather for governor of Texas. He's the only patriot I know who's actually running. Well, that's fantastic. We're getting probably Chad Prager on tomorrow, it looks like. If not, he'll be on uh, Sunday or Monday. Uh, What else is on your radar? I know a ton of stuff's on your radar, Roger Stone. Well, look, I, as I said here, we broke this news. I think it's essential that President Trump run. I really do. He is the strongest candidate we have. He is the glue that holds the whole America first uh, movement. And notice how together. scared they are when you were on a few months ago and broke that Trump is intending to run. And I know you're not going to give everything on air, but he he's running. You know, you, you know, obviously been meeting with him. 
uh, and they no one picked that up because they are so damn scared of that right now. And now they're panicking, saying it's the end of America. Prince Valiant, uh, you know, Fiona Hill was saying it's the end of the country if he's allowed to run. They're trying to use January 6th ginned up crap to preclude him for running. That's actually one of their fever dreams. There's no question about it. First of all, why was Fiona Hill ever in the Trump administration? She worked for George Soros prior to working in the national. And she Security hates us because you you fingered her uh, on air. You exposed her first here on the show. Yeah, she says that she was subjected to death threats. You know what? I was subjected to death threats because of her comments. How do you like that? That's right. She went on what 60 Minutes and said, you and I made people death threater. Well, she said she's a globalist. You know, she testified in Congress. She doesn't know what a globalist is. She's the main writer at theglobalist.com. It, it, it's like Hitler saying he doesn't know what a German is. Yeah, no, it's, it's absurd. But anytime she wants to match the number of death threats generated, I guarantee you her comments and the comments of her colleagues, Robert Mueller, uh, and uh, and uh, Rod Rosenstein generated far more. Look, this is a farce. She she was undermining the president of the United States. She should have been charged with treason. Treason has no sunset as a charge. It doesn't. There's no statute of limitations. So when Trump is president again, I expect a large number of people will be charged with treason. John Brennan, Rod Rosenstein, uh, uh, James Comey. Uh, if I were those guys, I would not sleep well at night because the American people are furious. We didn't have higher these high gas prices under Donald Trump. We didn't have food uh, chain supply uh, problems under Donald Trump. We didn't have food shortages under Donald Trump. This is all contrived nonsense to squeeze the American people to make them take a COVID vaccination, which is more likely to kill them than not. Roger, let's do five more minutes. And I'm going to ask you, because I know you talk to Trump a lot. Uh, I would love to see him run again. It looks like he is. And we're only, what, like a year out from when he would be announcing. But they planned to stage a terror attack or something. They want to bring in permanent martial law before the midterms. I'm convinced of that. They may release an even stronger bioweapon. I mean, I believe the next 12 months are the most important in America's history. I'm going to come back and get Roger Stone's take on that. But, Roger, you got a lot of great websites. Where do people find your podcast? All of it. TheStoneColdTruth.com? StoneColdTruth.com is the best place to go. And if you want to help me in the epic legal struggles, go to StoneDefenseFund.com because, as you know, everybody and his brother is suing me. Every That's right. It's a war. Fight. We'll be right back. Stay there, Roger. The globalists are bombarding us with propaganda and with spiritual warfare and with poisons and chemicals added to the foods. It's all come out. And they're doing that not because we're weak, but because we're made in the image of God, the creator, and we are powerful and the social engineers fear that so much so that's why i repeat that famous internet saying that nobody knows who first came up with but boy is it true the propaganda would not be necessary if the situation was hopeless they need all their propaganda and all their lies and all their evil and all their cultural death because they know we are strong, and they know in the end they signed on to the God of this world, who is a loser. And that's why it's so important that everybody keep InfoWars on in the air now more than ever. Because even if you don't believe in God, what the globalists are manifesting and setting up is satanic. And we are opposing the one world government and the mark of the beast they just announced. <laughs> 